Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. In the next hour, Dr. Pat showcases some of the world's most influential people in the fields of health, wellness, and human potential. Get ready to live life full out. Here's your host, Dr. Pat Basile. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. It is so absolutely amazing to be able to connect with you all. It is cool, cool, cool. Um, you know, this is really an, a very interesting time, I think, in many people's lives. Uh, the stories that I'm hearing about everyday miracles that are happening to folks, different ways for people to get their message out into the world, and just phenomenal work that is being done by some of the leaders in the field of human potential. And all of you have said yes to this in a greater way than many people even know. You know, the latest radio I don't know what to call them. I just call them radio studies that have come out clearly are pointing to what we have known here for a really long time. There are millions of you that listen to this type of talk radio, the type of talk radio that lifts you up, that inspires you, that opens doors to spirituality, that allows you to explore that inner beauty that you have and for a lot of us helps us move beyond the stuckness in our lives. So it's with great pleasure that, uh, you know, I'm so thrilled that all of you are being acknowledged for all that you are and all that you do and that you have really raised your voice to let folks know that there is a message that you want presented on this planet. And we're so proud and honored to be part of your journey. So I wanted to thank you all for having us do that and be part of your lives for so long. And trust me, we have lots to come. We're we're building something incredible for you, something that's never been done before, and it's all in the spirit of paying it forward and giving. My guest today knows a lot about that. You know, this is a this is an individual that dedicates his life to helping other people live the most incredible lives they possibly can imagine. David Emerald is joining us here today. Now, he is an amazing consultant, a master facilitator, executive coach, speaker, author, and he is someone that has stepped out in the field of human potential to that place of, of outlining for all of us an incredible process, an incredible way to learn, and an incredible insight into the human dynamic. He's joining us here today as the author of The Power of Ted, and we're going to talk about TED uh, for a minute and what that's about. But more importantly, David's TED framework is part of an incredible leadership program, and we'll talk about that. It is recognized by universities, by organizations, by individuals across the globe. And so this once director of one of the top banks in our company uh, it has now come to this place where he serves all of us in what he has learned and what he invites us to learn about ourselves. David, thank you so much for joining the show. I'm very excited about today's show. Dr. Pat, it's always a real pleasure to be with you. And I just want to say that as I was listening to your your opening um, thoughts about what is occurring um, on our planet and in our world and, and what people are wanting, um, I, I was just soaking in what you were saying because I I join you as we are joined by millions of people who are um, tired of being victims um, and are really embracing their uh, capacity as creators. And um, and as uh, as we were on hold, I 
I don't know what the commercial was for, um, but I heard uh, a commercial in my ear, and one of the phrases, which is so much about the work that you and I both do, but the phrase was um, uh, to connect people to the creator you forgot you are. Mm. And that's really a lot of what we're up to, is um, is helping people reconnect with that sense of purpose and passion when there's so much in our world that could lead to resignation and feeling like victims. Well, and this is really part of this today. I don't know, David, and I don't, and I don't want to talk about it if you're not familiar with it, but I don't know if you're familiar with the situation that happened in Tennessee yesterday. You know, it certainly made local headlines. I don't know if it got any further than that um, about the burning of a home uh, because the homeowners had not paid a $75 fee. Oh, my goodness. That, 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 yeah. Oh, wait till you look it up. Uh, they hadn't paid their $75 fee. And so this is all part of the computer system. And so the fire department did not come out. They would not come out as the house was burning. Ultimately, they came out because the neighbors on both sides had paid their $75 fee. And so they called the fire department to come out to make sure the fire didn't spread. So what the fire department and uh, the, the, the town and the city watched is they made sure the fire didn't spread to the other two houses because, of course, they paid their $75. Um, but they did not, not one ounce of water put on this other house. Mm-hmm. Now, luckily, no one got hurt. Um, and you talk about, and we're going to talk about victim today. If you were to read, and maybe later on I will, I will pull some of it up for you. Um, if you were to read the comments from the family, and how they, I don't know how they did it, but they took complete responsibility for not paying their $75. They didn't blame the fire department. They, they basically said, this is part of the administration. Now, I have to tell you, I don't know that I would have been at that same place. Wow. Mm-hmm. But let's talk about what you have carved out. Let's talk about the idea of Ted, give people some information, and this idea of victim. Mm-hmm. And what, how it shows up in our lives. Between you and me, I couldn't watch this, the video that's up on YouTube about this or uh, on the local news. Mm-hmm. I couldn't watch firefighters stand and watch something burn. I'm from New York, David. I've watched <laughs> firefighters lose their lives sure. trying to save condemned sure. buildings. Yeah. So I don't really understand it. But I think it's a great conversation to talk about in the context of your framework. Well, yeah, and... Um, again, I, I haven't seen that news story yet, um, but uh, I was delighted. I, I wasn't quite sure where the story was going in terms of the family themselves. And as you share the story with me, there's a, there's a really important distinction that um, when we're talking about uh, victims and blaming and, and all of that, uh, there's a very important distinction that I, we need to consider, and that is the distinction between Victimization and victimhood. Right. Victimization is something that we all experience. It's part of the it's part of the human condition. Um, if we're driving down the highway and someone cuts us off, um, you know, on the scale of one to ten, it's not a a huge victimization, but we're victimized in that moment. We're victimized in the sense that there is a a dream or den, a desire that's been denied or we don't have access to. On the other hand, victimhood is a way of being in the world and an identity that people often take on. And what 
what I love, and people can't see this, I'm putting love in quotes, um, what I love about your story is that it illustrates uh, a family that was able to make that distinction. Yes, they were victimized. Yes, their house burned down. Yes, um, that this happened to them, and they easily could have gone into victim mode, into victimhood, and uh, blamed the fire department, blamed the city administration. And what it sounds like is that they chose to respond out of a creator orientation, as I call it, uh, and uh, owned their. My my guess is that if we if you really talk to them, it's not that that it's all their fault. But what they would say is, yes, I had I contributed to this situation. We didn't pay our fee, and um, and so part of what we do as creators is when we're victimized, rather than looking for who to blame, the real question is what can what has this come into my life to cause me to learn or to teach me, and. Uh, also is an opportunity and a cause to step back and say, so what's my contribution to the situation without saying it's all me or all them? It really does talk to that. And, you know, of course, many people are taking the story to different levels, um, and, you know, of politics, which I'm not really interested in mm-hmm. talking with you about. But there were several responses. I mean, things people will have to live with Mm -hmm. their whole lives. And you talk about that response, whether it be to the conversation of getting cut off Mm -hmm. or whether it be to the conversation of watching your house burn. Mm -hmm. And what's so interesting is is if you read the story and now the facts are coming out, who was told to do what and how they were told to do it. The firefighters had been ordered not to intervene, but to really draw a parameter so the fire wouldn't um, wouldn't um, go to the other homes. And so, you know, the story in itself has many, many different ways to look at it, and I love that we're looking at it from the framework of TED. Well, thanks. And, and you know, and I need to say without 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 blaming, just seeing uh, kind of reality for what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, traditional um, news media, traditional reporting uh, really is based on and is really couched in the what I call the dreaded drama triangle, the DDT, um, and the drama triangle, which was originally uh, identified and articulated by uh, Dr. Stephen Cartman, um, looks at human dynamics and the interplay between the roles of victim in order to be a victim, one must have a persecutor. So just um, just playing with the, the story that you've teed up for us today, uh, that the fire itself was a persecutor to the family, um, the firefighters not fighting the fire, they could uh, hold that as a persecutor. Um, they could hold the city administration as a persecutor for not um, making an exception. Um, so... In order to be a victim, one must have a persecutor, whether it's a person, a condition, or in their case, a circumstance. Um, and then the victim, knowingly or unknowingly, starts looking for a rescuer. So in this case, I would say that um, especially the people who were witnessing the dynamic, if you will, between the family, the victim, and the persecutor, the fire, and the firefighters, um, they were hoping for the firefighters to be rescuers. And um, so... To back away from the story for a moment, this interplay between victim, persecutor, and rescuer is a 
becomes a very toxic kind of um, uh, interplay of roles. And what the traditional news media does is they basically report on dramas. And so uh, if you look at news stories, every story is going to have a victim. Uh, and again, in general, there, there are certainly some human interest stories that you'll see. But in general, when they're the top of the news, I can almost guarantee is going to be uh, some sort of victim persecutor and then maybe uh, rescue or dynamic, but certainly queuing off the, the victim persecutor. And what it does is it fuels the blame conversation. It actually really fuels a, uh, uh, a, a dynamic that actually I call the kinship of victimhood. Let's hold that till when we come back from break okay. because this is this is an interesting conversation about it. I, you know, I thought for sure it would be perfect to talk with you about because there are so many different parts of this that match um, the you know the model that you have so amazingly demonstrated in terms of success to help people live their lives. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we'll be back with Dave, David Emerald and we'll be talking about making shift happen, moving beyond drama into resourceful and empowered living. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Are you tired of hanging on to things in your life that hold you back? Get ready to reclaim your fearless nature with Annette Bingham. Annette has been a catalyst for helping people achieve maximum results. Known for her breakthrough approaches, she will assist you to unleash your true power. Her unique distance healing techniques have been empowering people globally. Get ready for a life-changing event to step into your fearless nature. For more information, visit AnnetteBingham.com or call 432-770-4062. Now is the perfect time to learn Tai Chi and Qigong. These ancient Chinese healing arts, also called mind-body practice, are simple to learn, clinically proven to be effective, and can be practiced by anyone, anywhere, at any time. For 10 years, the Institute of Integral Qigong and Tai Chi has been a respected leader in mind-body practice training. Visit iiqtc.org. Empower yourself, empower others. Visit iiqtc.org for more information on mind-body practice. iiqtc.org. How would you like increased health and vitality? Would you like relief from acute or chronic health issues? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? Would you like relief from allergy, weight, and digestive issues? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural technique. Whether you seek relief from health issues or desire to live at your optimum health and vitality, contact reflex analysis is a profound method which detects imbalances at a subclinical level, restoring health issues before they arise while increasing vitality and longevity. Discover CRA. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. Every day we're moving toward wellness or away from wellness. I'd like to be your partner in achieving your optimal health and well-being. Contact me now at MaryJaneMack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit MaryJaneMack.com. I'm Don Brecky. I chose two years ago to get on the Take Shape for Life program. I've lost 30 pounds and kept it off over two years. I have more energy. I get out of bed without backaches. It's been a life changer. Hi, I'm Del Gardner. With the Take Shape for Life program, me and my wife lost 90 pounds together. And that was two years ago, and we feel great. Get healthy with the Take Shape for Life program. Get clinically tested products from Metafast and support from a free certified health coach. Visit simpletolose.com to learn more. Results will vary. Consult a physician before beginning weight loss program. Call or go online for complete program and discount details. 
tip is brought to you by David Emerald, author of The Power of Ted. Call a timeout every now and then. Set your watch to remind yourself every two hours to take a look at your intentions and actions. Have you been focusing on reacting to problems or creating outcomes? Have you been responding from the victim role of the drama triangle or the creator role of the empowerment dynamic? Take time out to review your intentions and choices, making sure that you are, indeed, focused on creating the outcomes you want in your life. That is the way of a creator. Here's to the creator in you. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. If you have a question or comment, call us toll-free at 866-472-5788. Now back to the program. Here's Dr. Pat Basile. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the show. It's really great to have you here. It's great to have David Emerald joining us here today. You know, we're talking about the power of TED, and, uh, you know, we're talking about it in the context of how things happen in our everyday lives. And so it's really important for, uh, you know, for us to have a complete understanding of this incredible uh, tool, this incredible process, this incredible understanding that David Howe has put together. And, you know, most importantly, the acknowledgement that he has gotten for this framework um, and, uh, you know, the framework that has been selected to be part of the University of Notre Dame's Management and Leadership Certificate e-learning program. And so today we're talking about the power of TED just as the headlines roll out and the headlines of our lives roll out. David, thank you so much for joining us here today. I do want to continue talking about um, where we left off, so to speak, before the break. Yeah, you bet. And and one of the things that that we were uh, I was just starting to touch on is how in our culture and in cultures, frankly, around the world, we engage often unwittingly in what I call the kinship of victimhood. And the and the kinship of victimhood is. Uh, to, to just really bottom line is it's also called the ain't it awful, uh, conversation that we can, we can get in where we, it's, it's about, uh, what's wrong with the world or what's wrong with my life and who's to blame and, and when we're really engaged in the kinship of victimhood, what I've noticed is that there's a, uh, it's kind of a competition to one up, uh, in the sense of, you know, if you're, if you're complaining to me, uh, Dr. Pat, about something, and I, we're really in this kinship of victimhood, I need to one up. I say, oh, you think that's bad? Let me tell you about the time that blah, 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 and talk about, uh, uh, something awful that happened to me or something awful that I, that I saw. And what that does to us, um, is that, you know, frankly, it depletes our soul. And at the, and it depletes our energy. There's a, there's increasing research about what it does to, our neurobiology to our immune systems, etc., and um, I think to, to to bridge back to where we actually started the the conversation in your opening comments, I think more and more people every day are um, are tired of being in that kinship of victimhood and are are seeking a way out of that. I believe they. I I, I totally get that. And that's why well, I said what I said at the beginning of, of the show, and without going into a lot of detail about the latest Arbitron and Edison studies, you know, they have done a lot of information about listening on the Internet. They've, been, they've done very little information about, you know, the combination of AM, FM radio, and they call us public news talk, by the way, AM, FM radio and online radio. And now for the first time what they're acknowledging is, one, 
there's an older generation, an older population that are avid listeners hmm. and that they're affluent and that uh-huh. they're, they want to know and they're knowledgeable and they're well-educated. Well, yeah, because people are exactly like you've said. Now, the question is, what are some of the tools, David, we can provide them with that will, how do we say this, accelerate the pace by which each of us can shift and change? Mm-hmm. Because I think the old model, none of us really want to buy into anymore. I mean, I don't really feel like going to therapy for five years. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I think that was a a different model. Now there are other tools. And isn't that what TED is all about? It it is. And, you know, and at the same time, uh, I don't know about you, but I've certainly benefited from um, therapy. And it is a different model. I mean, the. I'm the queen. (laughs) I totally. No, I'm not putting therapy down. Are you kidding? I I have a PhD in psychology. But what I'm saying is, there are some things that can happen and occur from other tools or combining tools. Sure. Well, and what I was going to say about my experience with therapy is I'm eternally grateful that a therapist that I was working with introduced me to the drama triangle <laughs> and because it helped me really get um, a lot of the dynamics in my life. And yet, um, and not just the specific therapist I was with, everything I could find around the drama triangle was basically once you understand it, don't do it anymore. And that's not really sufficient, and um, and I'm very grateful that, uh, that, quite frankly, in a moment of just personal epiphany, um, I got what needed to shift, and um, and the way out of the drama, and the way out of the drama triangle, the way out of the kinship of victimhood, um, is to be able to stop and say, wait a minute, what is it that I really want? What is it I really want to create? And in asking that question, we make a fundamental shift from a life stance of victim to a life stance of really owning our capacity as a creator. And uh, if I can ask the question of what is it that I want, how do I choose to respond? I mean, even in the kinds of tragedies that we're talking about, uh, I'm reminded of a uh, a woman that in um, uh, outside of uh, Dallas, Texas, it's about four years ago. Uh, who I had been in conversation with around Ted. She was in a company that um, she was bringing Ted into the company, and she got a call one day that her neighborhood had been hit by a tornado. And she went, uh, she rushed home, and her house was one of several that uh, some were destroyed and many with major, major damage. And hers was one of uh, the houses that was with major, major damage. And she looked around, and of course she had her. Um, all of the emotions that go with that, but she said, okay, this is, this is the current reality. How do I choose to respond? What is it that we can do in this situation? And she actually pulled together her neighbors and spoke to them in those terms of, okay, this is the hand we've been dealt. How do we move forward? What's the most important things for us to focus on? And what, what's the outcome that we want to create given the victimization that we've experienced. So even in harsh situations, we can make that shift to uh, what I do call TED, the empowerment dynamic, which is the antidote to the to the the toxic nature of the dreaded drama triangle. Well, I have to tell you, the people, the homeowners in Tennessee, uh, you know, the woman of the home, I should say, must have been working with you <laughs> because her response was. 
I mean, if you read her quotes, you will be blown away. But in the end, in the article I wrote, the last thing she says is, I, we're just grateful no one died and we have insurance. Mm. Now, certainly, who knows what the insurance companies will do based on this. But this is, isn't this what you're talking about? Mm. I mean, wow, watching your home burn, your three dogs, your cat die, mm-hmm. and this is the response. Mm-hmm. Is that what you're talking about? So how can we, David, how can all of us learn to be more in that place? Because this is one example, but you work with people that are dealing with uh, everything within a corporate environment, right? Right. That's part whether of it. that yep. is downsizing, bankruptcies, whatever that is, to people that, wow, I can't pay my bills today. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, one of the, uh, as one shifts into a creator orientation and really seeks to embody a creator orientation, uh, let me fill out, uh, in order to answer your question, I want to fill out the, the antidote roles or the corollary roles between the DDT and TED. Uh, and then I want to tell you a story about the, a, a gentleman that um, okay. I did some work with uh, in the, the uh, Kansas City area. Uh, but the, so the corollary, so the, the fundamental shift, again, is from victim to creator. In making that shift, uh, and what it sounds like um, the the woman in Tennessee did was she looked at the fire and the firefighters not as persecutors, but as challengers. Um, mm-hmm. And challengers in the sense of, okay, this is the reality. What am I challenged to learn, grow, the challenge of owning my own contribution that we already spoke to? So the, the antidote to the role of persecutor is that of challenger. And then the antidote to the role of rescuer is the role of coach. And um, uh, in the drama triangle, the rescuer tends to reinforce the powerlessness of the victim, whereas in the empowerment dynamic in TED, the uh, coach really sees the person that they are supporting and helping as creators in their own right and kind of reinforces the, uh, the, the power and capacity in the other person. And you're absolutely right that there are people that are facing harsh realities that are uh, pretty far up there on the victimization scale. And even in those circumstances, they can make, you know, sometimes the, the range of choices are narrow, but it's about uh, the idea of baby steps. What's, what's the next thing I can do that's in a positive direction? So I got an email, I was in an email exchange with a gentleman in um, Kansas City a few years ago who was on the verge of losing, had lost his job, was on the verge of losing his house. Um, there was some illness. I won't go into, into his whole story. Um, but he, he wrote me and he said, you know, I was inspired by this notion of babe steps. And so he decided that he realized that he had one or two rooms. His, he was an empty nester. And so he had one or two rooms. And so he decided to rent his rooms out. And in renting his rooms out, um, he had enough money to make his monthly mortgage payment. And as it turned out, he developed two new friendships. One of those friendships uh, led to his ideal job. Mm. Um, But if he hadn't taken that baby step of opening his home and being willing to take in borders, uh, who knows whether or not that, that job opportunity would have opened up for him. And... And this notion of baby steps, of being a creator is about creating outcomes or choosing our response to circumstances a baby step at a time. 
And if I Let's can, talk let me, about that when we come back, because okay. this is so important. You know, in the context, uh, David, of many people having very big dreams and to have the skill to be able to understand the idea of baby steps, I wanted to ask you, when we come back from break, what is the power of perseverance in the TED model? Where sure. does it fit in in this framework? And how can we continue to take those baby steps and what happens along the way if sometimes we take a baby step up and maybe we stumble and fall a little bit? Well, I'll tell you what, I got the right person here to talk about it. David Emerald's in the house, everybody. Making shift happen, moving beyond drama. Let's take a short break when we come back. We're going to be sharing with you how you can pick yourself up, stay steady, and keep taking those steps. We'll be right back. Ladies, are you living an inspired life? Do you yearn for a more passionate, dream-filled life? Here's Linda Joy, founder of Aspire Magazine, and she has a gift for you. Aspire has launched its Mission to Inspire initiative with a commitment to give away 100,000 one-year digital subscriptions to women around the globe. Every subscription comes with a multitude of free gifts from our team inspiration partners. To claim it all, go to AspireMag.net today. No purchase necessary and live an inspired life. Are you feeling stuck? Do you want to be free from fears and doubts and finally feel good about yourself, but you just don't know how to get there? Dr. Schaub's Accelerated Breakthrough Program provides you with the tools and solutions to go beyond your limitations and achieve self-empowered confidence. Call for your free phone consultation at 866-903-MIND. Visit CellularWisdom.com. That's CellularWisdom.com. Call the Oprah of radio by her listeners. Award-winning host Dr. Pat Vasily is blowing the doors off of traditional talk radio. Get ready for an energizing delivery and powerful interviews with leaders in the field of human potential. Dr. Pat's fresh new perspective on living life full out has catapulted her show to the top of talk radio. Tune in and Dr. Pat will help you thrive instead of merely survive. Visit thedrpatshow.com. That's T-H-E-D-R-Pat-Show.com for listening times in your area. Neshama Living, where your optimal health begins with awareness, grows with knowledge, flourishes with proactive solutions, and is practiced as a way of life. Neshama Living is dedicated to wholeness of body, mind, and spirit. The Neshama Living Hour is coming to the Dr. Pat Show. Get ready to regain your natural balance. Take control of your health and vitality and build your foundation for wellness with Neshama Living on the Dr. Pat Show. Reservage Organics offers you the most advanced anti-aging product available. Our organic-based resveratrol formula, brought to you from the heart of our exclusive vineyards in southern France, has been clinically proven to reactivate your longevity gene and help preserve your youth. By including Reservage Resveratrol in your daily regimen, you can enhance cardiovascular function, metabolism, mental acuity, and collagen production. If you want to regain your youthful radiance and enhance your longevity, do so with the world's finest resveratrol from Reservage Organics. Why wait? Visit your local retailer and start the anti-aging process today. Reservage Organics, committed to the extension of youth naturally. Available online at Reservage.com and at the Vitamin Shop, Vitamin World, and Whole Foods Market. Visit Reservage.com and feel vitality today. 
Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. If you have a question or comment, call us toll-free at 866-472-5788. Now back to the program. Here's Dr. Pat Basile. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the show. Um, for more information about us, go to drpatlive.com. We'd love for you to do that and find out more. Sign up for a newsletter. We've got a lot going on there, and uh, I want to just... Uh, before we continue with the conversation about baby steps, because this is such an important, such an important conversation. Um, David, I would love for you to give out some information. I know that you've got an upcoming seminar. I would love for you to tell people about it. And also, let's make sure they have information about your blog and your website. And I have to tell you, after you read the story of the fire, I hope that you somehow blog a little bit about it because mm-hmm. what you're talking about, the way you're sharing it, is so perfect for people. So let's give out some information if we could. Sure. Well, first of all, the website is, uh, we don't have to say www anymore, but the website is <laughs> powerofted.com. Uh, and then there's uh, the blog is, just, is powerofted.com slash blog, uh, also known as TED Thoughts. And I publish blogs uh, three times a week. So I was already thinking about this uh, Tennessee story as certainly um, a good topic for uh, for the the blogging, and we do uh, have uh, offer public workshops. Um, we have a one day uh, TED Foundations uh, program, and then we also offer what we call a deeper dive, a more experiential dive into the principles uh, are contained uh, in TED. And the best place that we've got some coming up in uh, Dallas later this month, uh, but the best thing is for people to check out um, the upcoming events on the website. There is an events page there. Okay. So in the scheme of things and what you teach people uh, and what we're talking about, we have, we've talked about this idea of baby steps, but I just I want to be really clear about this because some of the baby steps that I've taken in my life, especially here recently, um, have resulted in uh, big leaps. So I want to talk about what some of the outcomes could be and how we handle each of them. Mm-hmm. Let me speak to a, a bit of context okay. um, uh, before actually speaking directly to baby steps because I, we talk about baby steps in the context of what we call harnessing dynamic tension or what a guy named Robert Fritz calls creative tension, that where we start with, uh, and the way we harness this dynamic tension is we start by focusing on what is it that we want to create, answering that question, what do I want, what, what's the outcome that I want to create. And then unlike some schools of thought that says, well, you know, if you just envision it, if you just set the intention, it will come, um, that doesn't match my experience. I think uh, it requires more action on our part. And But we start with that intention. And then the second step, uh, Dr. Pat, is, is doing an honest, complete assessment of my of one's current reality. Mm. You know, what's going on in my current reality that supports or is helpful or is consistent with creating that outcome? And what's going on in my current reality that is uh, that's standing in the way of, that inhibits, or maybe problems that stand in the way of what it is that I want to create? And and there is a creative force, a tension that is engaged as we hold our vision of the possible and telling the truth about current reality. And from that tension, the way we resolve that tension is to begin to move from our current reality and to to attend to current reality by taking baby steps. And so baby steps, as I often say in in, uh, 
organizational workshops, you know, a baby step might be, gee, I need to have this conversation, or we need to call this meeting, or we need to go gather this information. And there, my experience is one of three things that happens when we take a baby step. Uh, one is that it's just that. It's a baby step. Um, I'll, I'll stay with a meeting as an example. We call the meeting. It goes well. It accomplishes what we want to accomplish. Um, we would count it as forward progress, and great. It's been a good baby step. Um, the second thing that can happen is that we call the meeting, and it doesn't go the way we thought it would, and it's a step back um, and, you know, we have to kind of regroup and learn, and we learn from those times that, uh, that the baby step is a step back. And then the third possibility, and that's what you just spoke to, is you never know when a baby step's actually going to be a quantum leap. Exactly. And yet that quantum leap would not have happened, I contend, without you taking that baby step. So back to the meeting analogy, you have a meeting, uh, you have the meeting, and something opens up in the meeting that you couldn't have predicted. There was a person there who had uh, knowledge or resource or capability that, that was uh, unknown to you and untapped, and you walk away saying, wow, I never could have predicted that. And I've, uh, as I know you have, as we were talking uh, during the break, um, you, we experience all three of those. Lots of baby steps forward, sometimes stubbing our toe, and the 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 blessed experience from time to time of those breakthroughs. Well, that's exactly right. And, you know, and I guess the question that is so significant here in having you on the show um, is this question of how we respond to all of them. I mean, there's also a consequence of a sort to responding to the great leaps and the excitement and so forth. I mean, there are things that can happen with that as well. Mm-hmm. But but part of this is really, I don't know, avoiding the dreaded drama triangle if we can. Is that correct? Well, um, or, actually, go, or learning how to go through it. Right. Uh, thank you. Actually, it's it's really the latter because it's okay. uh, this is not Pollyannish. This is not saying that um, that you know stuff happens in our lives and victimization happens in our lives. Right. And so it is about being able to move through it. And it's I think it's also important to. Um, Acknowledge that what I call the terrain of creating, but the process of creating is not anxiety-free. Um, we often bump up, sometimes we bump up against some of our greatest fears because, uh, you know, that, that oft-quoted um, quote from Marion Williamson, uh, also attributed to Nelson Mandela, that what we really fear is uh, is our bigness, is our greatness. Mm-hmm. Uh, so sometimes the, there have been times in my life where there's been a breakthrough and it really becomes an oh boy oh shoot in that uh boy I've stepped into a bigger arena or I've stepped into something that's calling forth even greater learning and capacity building on on my part and there can be huge anxiety but part of being a creator is how do I as a as a workshop participant once said how do I learn to dance with the anxiety and how do I learn to have the anxiety without the anxiety having me you know, I don't know if you've ever thought about this, and I actually don't know why I'm thinking about it now, but as a young child, I was so enthralled, and even to this day, with The Wizard of Oz and the story of The Wizard of Oz. I really was. I mean, you know, everything about it was so important to me. But the lessons that one discovers in that in, in that story, mm-hmm. 
I really do have to do with what you're talking about. And we actually watch the characters go through different responses early on to ultimately the response I think you're talking about. Absolutely. And so when we come back from break, you know, what I'd love to talk with you about is how do we bring Ted into every day of our lives? You know, what can we say to people today about some baby steps perhaps that they might want to be taking so that their days can be filled with sunshine, maybe even a pair of ruby slippers, who knows? Uh, But whatever that might be, the question then becomes, can we present something so that everyone has an opportunity for it. That's why David Emerald's joining us here today. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we'll be talking about creating the possibilities, making shift happen, and once you've moved beyond the drama into the resourceful and empowered living, how do you stay there? You're listening to The Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive by David Emerald, my very special guest today, the power of TED, of course, with us. We'll be right back with The Dr. Pat Show. Call the Oprah of radio by her listeners. Award-winning host Dr. Pat Vasily is blowing the doors off of traditional talk radio. Get ready for an energizing delivery and powerful interviews with leaders in the field of human potential. Dr. Pat's fresh new perspective on living life full out has catapulted her show to the top of talk radio. Tune in and Dr. Pat will help you thrive instead of merely survive. Visit thedrpatshow.com. That's T-H-E-D-R-Patshow.com for listening times in your area. Sign up for the weekly newsletter to get advance notice of guests, events, and special offers. Visit thedrpatshow.com and get ready to live life all out. How would you like increased health and vitality? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural process. Every day we are either moving toward wellness or away from wellness. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. I'd like to be your partner in achieving optimal health. Contact me now at MaryJaneMack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit MaryJaneMack.com. TransformationTalkRadio.com TransformationTalkRadio.com Transforming the world one listener at a time. Hi, I'm Brenda Ball. And I'm Tony Ball, and we've been married for over 25 years. In that time, we found ourselves putting on a pound or two per year, and next thing you knew, we are 30, 40 pounds overweight. That's when we made the choice to get on that Take Shape for Life program. After being married for 25 years and struggling with weight that whole time, I'm actually now two sizes smaller than my wedding dress. With the Take Shape for Life program, you can lose those extra pounds. To learn more, visit simpletolose.com. Results will vary. Consult a physician before beginning weight loss program. Call or go online for complete program and discount details. 
Remember, for our dogs and cats to live long and happy lives, just like people, they are what they eat. Wellness carefully selects wholesome ingredients to create food you can trust to provide the foundation of your pet's well-being. True wellness means every ingredient has a purpose in every recipe they make. You can trust the quality of all ingredients in wellness from their source to your pet's bowl. Visit wellnesspetfood.com to find a pet specialty retailer near you. Wellness Natural Food for Pets. This is where true wellness begins. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basili. If you have a question or a comment, call us toll-free at 866-472-5788. Now back to the program. Here's Dr. Pat Basili. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. I just want to remind everyone that David Emerald is joining us here today. For those of you that are listening, especially those of you that are in the Dallas, Texas area, um, I want to make sure that you know that you know the power of TED and powerofted.com where is where you can go to find out about upcoming seminars, workshops, and other things going on. So just go to powerofted.com and find out about the upcoming seminars. But more importantly, that's also where you can get a copy of the book. And uh and it's the and it is the power of Ted, the empowerment dynamic. Uh and this is a great conversation. David, thank you so much for joining us here today. My pleasure. I would love to talk about you know, I do a little two-step dancing, okay? <laughs> but, you know, let's imagine that there is a baby step dance that we do because we did refer to this as a dance, mm-hmm. that we have this baby step dance that we do, and we want to baby step our way to the quantum manifestation of our life. Mm-hmm. So what can we share with our listeners so that we build a, a strong framework for encouraging people today to take that baby step, maybe get online, look for that job, mm-hmm. who knows, go out for a walk, do mm-hmm. something. What can you say about this? Well, just the, what you just said is, is spot on, that baby steps are about doing the, the little things and knowing that, um, that you know, just taking a walk may be just taking a walk, but uh, taking a walk may have you run into something or see something that... Um, that takes a uh, becomes a turn in your life, and so you know the living this day by day. I think first of all, uh, it's important to again remind uh, ourselves and to remind listeners that there will be potholes, there will be um, uh, setbacks and detours, but it's about living uh, consciously, staying awake, uh, realizing that the real key, the 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 real key is to choose choice and what I mean by that is that uh, to choose where you want to put your your energy um, so if you um, are not having to deal with a, a day-to-day issue where, where do I want to spend my time what is it that I'm creating in my life what is it that, that uh, has meaning and purpose for me and how do I go after that in my life via baby steps and when we get dealt a, uh, uh, a lousy hand in a particular day the other choice as a creator is how do I choose to respond? And what is the range of choices that, uh, that are ahead of me? Again, I, I won't retell the story, but the, the, the friend who had her house, um, severely damaged in a tornado, um, it was days, as she told me, it was days of baby steps. And, um, and they got their life put back together. And, uh, so it really is, uh, and, and what comes with it is, 
greater peace, a greater equanimity of even dealing with the the day-to-day challenges that do come up in our lives. Um, and, uh, again, it's learning how to dance with the anxiety. It's uh, It really is um, sometimes, you know, to borrow from 12-step recovery, it's one step at a time. Yeah, yeah. And, again, you never know when that one step is going to be uh, that proverbial quantum leap. You know, I, I do need to say, you, know, you, you spoke before the break about Wizard of Oz. I just want to make one quick comment about the Wizard okay. of Oz. It really is a story, if you think about it, of uh, of dynamic tension. Um, once Dorothy found herself in Oz, the whole story is set with her vision of getting home. There's no place like home. And uh, then the movie unfolds a baby step at a time. She meets resource, people, resources, the, the three main uh, uh, characters and her compatriots in the journey, which are uh, also inner aspects of herself, and uh, often just doing what was in front of her to do. And then there were times where there were huge breakthroughs. The, probably the most famous is when uh, the, the Wicked Witch sets Scarecrow on fire and she sees a, a bucket of water. So what's the baby step to do? It's to put out the fire uh, and take the baby step of uh, throwing the water on the Scarecrow. And what opens up is water gets on the Wicked Witch and that whole problem, so to speak, dissolves in, in front of her. So uh, I think The Wizard of Oz is a great uh, example of what we're talking about. It really is. And, you know, they should have had that bucket of water down in Tennessee, (laughs) I think. I mean, and that's actually what I was talking about when we started the show. I mean, you know, who is it? Who are we Mm -hmm. in our lives? Who are we? Are we the people that are ready to pick up that bucket and throw it, that one step? And that really was one step. Mm -hmm. And that one step had enormous impact. Mm -hmm. That one action had enormous impact. How do we, how do we help people see that sometimes it is one step in front of the other? Because a lot of times, David, don't you think we start to future trip? We start to be impatient. It's right. like, wow, I'm going to buy that $63 template that somehow is going to turn into Transformation Talk Radio. Really? Right. right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. What is, what is some of the things that you've been able to share with people to keep them in that moment of one step in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and what I've been able to share with people is, is, is kind of my own story, as you were just doing with uh, with the great work that you're doing. Um, I sometimes, when it's appropriate, just I share my experience of having written the book. Um, this is my first book, and there there are more to come. Mm-hmm. Uh, but boy, when I when the idea uh, when I got the feedback that I had something that was. Uh, that was worthwhile uh, sharing with others. It was like, oh gosh, write a book. What does that take? And um, you know, I'm, I'm much, much uh, more comfortable. Um, I'm an extrovert, so speaking uh, than sitting down and capturing my thoughts and writing. Um, so it really is also um, drawing out of people their own life experiences of times where they were acting as a creator, even though they didn't have the language um, and they didn't have the the framework. Uh, clearly in their mind and so part of it is helping people um, reconnect with the creator that they forgot that they were and that they are and um, helping them look at their lives I, I do an exercise often and having people uh, look back through I call it life listening but to listen to their 
periods in their lives when they were most alive, when they were most passionate, when they were uh, when they were more in flow. And to ask what not so much the specific of what was going on, but what what was their mindset? What were they focused on? Um, and how did they deal with problems when they when they came up in that kind of a of a context? And it's amazing how people reconnect with that sense of purpose and passion. I sometimes tell people uh, in workshops, I'm nothing but a personal weed whacker because the path <laughs> is the the path is in front of you. Um, it's about whacking away those weeds that that have covered up the, that sense of uh, purpose and passion in your lives. If you can reconnect with that. Take a baby step at a time toward those passions. Uh, it's amazing how life begins to unfold in a much different way. I think we're on the verge of a movie. Weed whacking meets <laughs> crust busting. <laughs> I think we're on the version of a whole new thing we're going to create here. Uh, David, what a great show. I can't thank you enough. Wow. Uh, it's so wonderful to always connect with you and, and find um, about more about the incredible work you're doing. Before we wrap it up, I'd love for you to, one more time, tell folks about the seminars, tell them about the book, where they can get that. Sure. Let's give out some more information about you. Well, thank you. Well, uh, the, again, kind of the blanket statement is uh, go to powerofted.com. We are continually updating that with, uh, with news and information. And uh, one of the things that uh, we didn't talk about, Pat, that I'm really excited about that we'll talk about some other time in more depth is that next week we have 15 people coming in from U.S. and Canada as our fr- uh, to go through our first TED Practitioners Program. Love it. These are individuals who are making TED a part of their coaching consulting uh, services. Um, so I'm really excited about the momentum that's building. There will be information on the website about that as well. Okay, and then other people can also sign up to become practitioners as well. Uh, they can find out how what the what the process is to apply for being a practitioner. You bet. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much, David, for thank joining you, us Dr. here Carol. today. And I want to thank all of you for tuning us in and turning us on. Remember, you know, sometimes just clicking your heels and having those ruby slippers on or ruby shoes on is all that we need. And remember, that click was a baby step in that movie. Remember, today do something that will catapult you to taking you to the home of your soul. Okay, until next time, remember, all of you out there, you're beautiful, you're divine, and more importantly, let's step into thriving every moment of our lives. We'll see you next time. to the Dr. Pat Show, radio to thrive by. To contact Dr. Pat, visit thedrpatshow.com. Tune in next Thursday for another dynamic hour of the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basili.